Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There has been minimal love given to Cowboys men over this weekend. Friday night was not a fun one, but uh, yeah, I got a free ticket, so I didn't pay to see it. Uh, well done to all the Broncos fans. Gave me shit on the way out. When in Rome, good to see you back up and about, buddy. Uh, yeah, tough watch, but um, good to see Queensland teams anyway in the hunt. I've always said I'm a Broncos fan second. My loyal listeners will know that. JT here for the run round wrap on a pretty, ooh, it was a dusty old round two, not just for my uh, bank balance and uh, number of alcoholic beverages consumed. It was a rough round for Supercoach. Again, no uh, yeah, no surprises. I had a pretty ordinary one, scraping my way to, I think, about 900. So, yep, wasn't the bounce back factor that I'd hoped. But it looks like everyone else is in a similar sort of position. Uh, a lot of low scores, head knocks rearing their uh, ugly mugs yet again. That's the story of round two, as it was for round one. Uh, a couple of really popular players going down early uh, a lot of people say it's a game of luck but this year it just seems to be more so um, more so than any other year the head knock stuff is not going away and it's going to cause havoc i've seen the uh, twitter sphere going up about maybe getting uh, some sort of hia exemption for your players if they go down in 15 20 minutes or so do you get a sub or, or something like that are they going to have to bring that into the game it's a really uh yeah it's a big hot button issue at the moment don't suspect they'll do anything drastic mid-season but maybe one to look at in the off uh, season, a long one that it is. So yeah, we'll go through uh, the Rockers, Floppers, Shockers, the injuries. It's quite a long list. I'll have a look back at some of the trade-in and trade-out targets that people had this week and how they might have gone. I've pulled some of the stats on captaincy. It's pretty ugly reading for the popular picks in the Supercoach world this week. Uh, yeah, basically, if you got to a 1,000, I think you've done very handsomely for yourself. Um, how about that, Jermaine? Oh, good bloke. Jeez, I'm glad I played him this round. <laughs> I'm like, last week could have been even worse. Uh, but plenty to get through. Let's get started with the Rocker of the Week. Triple M rocking the footy, that kind of sound. They've got to love it. Uh, none other than Jermaine Hopgood, the man we just spoke about then. 124 points, two tries. This bloke's a lock. Unreal what he's doing out there. Uh, a few people VCing him as well. The, I think 2% captained him. So if you had got on, that is outstanding. It might have been those Cleary VCers in the first game. But Jermaine Hopgood just uh, was not a flash in the pan that... Um, the trial form, round one, uh, Penrith, they've lost another good one here, and Parramatta, surprisingly no no wins for them just yet, but uh, this guy here has been doing everything he can to get them over the line. Four offloads, uh, again, two tries, who gets that at lock forward, uh, plenty of hit-ups, plenty of tackles, doing everything right. Rookie, uh, he might have the highest price rise of anyone who's not bargain basement in the history of Supercoach. Two back-to-back tons, or I think he was 99 last week, bit tough, but... 124 this week, it's going to be a huge price rise come uh, round four when it opens. So if you don't already have 
him and your side, it's probably delete app territory, but a lot of people traded him in if you didn't already, for whatever reason, have him. If you don't, uh, yeah, I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast. But anyway, flopper of the week. Yeah, not a lot of love going this bloke's way. It's Scotty Drinkwater, one point. I tried to find uh, players that actually saw out a full game. There's a lot of uh, players that could have won this award, but, uh, you know, they're the concussed blokes, the poor Caelan Pongers and uh, CNKs, that kind of thing. But this guy, uh, through, I guess, his fault, didn't see the full 80 minutes out. Uh, 6% ownership for a one-point score in a fullback spot that um, admittedly hasn't been crash hot with points this, she- this season, but will now miss uh, at least three weeks with an early guilty plea. Uh, broke poor old Corey Oates's jaw, not a good look, and then, yep, just nothing going right on the night. Negative 19 in uh, in sort of missed tackles, penalties, sin bins, uh, errors. It was not a good night for Scotty's Drinkwater. Uh, yep. Somehow we were still in that game with five to go. Don't know. Shocker of the week. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, look, Jacob Carraz, 1% owned. I mean, that's uh, for 145 points. Wilfred patting himself on the back as you would. Champion, you picked him in the mega guide as a sleeper. And by that, we mean a guy that, uh, as, as Nick Kirkup would say in the old uh, site founder, one to watch, keep an eye on. Uh, someone that could come pretty good. And so he has in round two, 145 uh, two tries, 12 busts, three offloads, two line breaks, 37 hit-up points. Huge. But on the flip side, one penalty conceded. Jeez, what are you doing, Karaz? What could have been 147? But yeah, that, that uh, yeah, one penalty definitely wouldn't be uh, considering him on that basis. No, but uh, in all seriousness, another uh, terrific week for uh, those kind of pod guys. Just anyone who, you know, not flavor of round one or two, these are the guys that are, are sitting pretty highly in the points scoring round for, for this week. So Jacob Carraz, I mean, tip of the howdy hat to anyone that actually has this guy. He's 1% owned now. He's about to skyrocket. He's uh, 568K, but you think about some of the other just duds that are in the center wing position at the moment. I've got about seven of them, so I need more than just the uh, three trades I can get with the boost next week. But Carraz, uh, you know, if he... He did this against the Storm of all teams. They weren't themselves on the night, but admittedly, the Bulldogs have not won down there for a long, long time, and he was at the centre of a lot of good things that they were doing. So out on the wing there, uh, yeah, really good stuff, Jacob Carraz and your owners. All right, before we get into the game by game and the injuries, I just have a quick had a quick look at the captaincy percentages. So 19% went to Desco this round. So uh, might have been people that had enough after round one and because he was, I think, the most popular at that point. Tried to back it up again this week, the bounce back factor. The Roosters did get the win, but Teddy, uh, yeah, again, just not overly involved. Didn't get an early try assist on his way to around 50-odd. But, uh, yeah, if you thought your captaincy was bad, there's a fair few popular players that didn't go quite so well. 17% the next off the rank, Nathan Cleary. First game, it's always an interesting one. Do you go uh, the bold move and go straight out C on a Thursday night? It's a one I can't remember doing that well with back uh, in my Supercoach history, a long checkered one as it may be, but 70% going Nathan Cleary straight off the bat. Picked up an ankle injury and, yeah, really low score again, 40 points, despite, again, his side being in the winner's list. The uh, popular captain choice, not so good on the night. 6% then went Adam Dewey. So this is one that I, I went. I think we got roasted, Alex and I, on Twitter Apologies to the gentleman that went Adam Dewey on our backing. We did call him out on the Tuesday pod. has been a great option. What do you get, 90 points in a 
horrible side last week. They were horrible again, and this time he was also pretty ordinary. 43 before updates, but again, as your captaincy, uh, stacking him up against the other guys like Teddy and Cleary, I mean, it doesn't make me feel much better, but you know, at least not everyone's doing tremendously. 13%, probably the, the best of the lot here. Uh, Harry Grant, is everyone else sort of under 5%, but Harry Grant got a, uh, I would say, contentious try assist, just sort of shoveled the ball along to Nelson, who then got a look across the line, all of his own doing, but we know this day and age those things get awarded particularly to the unicorns like the big harry but yeah 70 odd points you'll take that every day of the week when you stack them up against those other guys all right injuries this is uh yeah a pretty decent list here so starting off thursday night nathan cleary jerome lawyer picked up foot injuries so not sure what the prognosis is for that or diagnosis is for those guys but haven't heard anything coming out in the news or the fox sports fear so you'd imagine that it's probably not too serious Corey Oates, the big one from Friday night, jaw, broken jaw, clean one. Uh, actually, was that a family reunion? A lot of Broncos fans had to uh, had to cop a, a little bit. And it's amazing, actually, where people just come out of the woodwork, people you don't speak to for months and months and months. Comes Derby night and the Broncos get up and all of a sudden, yeah, meth DMs flooded. Felt uh, very influencer But yeah, uh, he was saying... I don't know what the difference is between a clean jaw and a uh, jaw break and a non-clean jaw break, but you'd imagine a clean one sounds a lot better. So hopefully, hopefully Corey Oates with the surgery on Friday night gets back in to the thick of things because he's having a really good couple of years. So unfortunate news for Corey. On uh, Saturday, Jackson Ford, poor old Jackson Ford, gone within a couple of minutes, head knock. CNK not long after him for a head knock. Both of them didn't make it back. Josh Curran did got to go onto the field early, uh, earlier than expected with that forward head knock, but picked up a hip injury of his own. And then another big one, Brendan Smith, uh, saw out a little bit of the game after picking up a, another back concern. Didn't make it back after halftime, so ruled out from the game. Was doing pretty terribly at that point as well, 10 points. So he looks touch and go apparently for this coming week against the Warriors. But I think for Supercoach, he's going to be number one Rage traded out this week. It was a disaster. I'll be uh, booting him. Connolly Lemuelu, head knock, uh, yet another one for the Finns. Nelson did his knee on Saturday night, so sort of hobbled off after looking pretty good. Did uh, you know? It looked pretty handy out there and playing a bit on the edge, playing a bit through the middle. Unfortunately, just another one to add to the Storm Casualty Ward, I guess. Maybe good news for Christian Welsh owners because he's somehow healthy in amongst all of this. Callum Pong the big one today, head knock. Uh, yeah, just not good scenes. couple of tackles into the game and he got, uh, yeah, lights out. So was thankfully up and talking, as was Jaden Braley after the game, who also left early with a head knock. But yeah, you just, you don't want to, you know, throw anything out too early in terms of career or long-term prospects. But geez, four concussions, I think it is now in the space of less than a year. So a lot of talk now on Kalen's well-being. They stuck him in the front line. So that's that was the big call you're moving him from fullback to push him into the front line where he's got to take on these big blokes. And we just saw exactly what a lot of people thought would happen. So horrible stuff for the Knights. They're going to be pretty undermanned coming into next week. I think the Finns have got them. So see how they go. Tommy Talao for the Tigers, a head knock. Bit of a uh, bit of to and fro with Jackson Hastings, the man who uh, concussed him on well, post-game. So push and shove, David Clemmer being all... Um, well, the grade 11 carry-on towards Jackson Hastings, who doesn't seem to be, uh, you know, most on highest on the Christmas card list at the old West Tigers at the moment. But Jake Simpkin, another one for them, uh, leaving the field. That was one of the worst high tackles I think I've seen for a, a couple of a couple of years. I'd, I'd imagine it just out of nowhere, just a high, just a clothesline from hell. 
shout out JBL of WWE fame. But there you go. Uh, Simkin might be touch and go as well for next week. And then for the Knights, bad to worse for them in terms of the injury front. Somehow they won this game. Tyson Frizzell, ankle, Jack John's ankle. So, yep, not uh, not sure on the outlook for those guys, but it sounds like the Knights will be, yeah, trying to scramble. So, Lakey, if you've got your jersey out there, buddy, throw it on. Uh, I might have to confirm, mate. Are they up in, um, in in Queensland? But it's a yeah disaster for them to start their season. But again, could be worse. It could be the West Tigers and somehow lose to them. Uh, in the last game today, Toby Couchman for the Dragons picked up a head knock and Sam Verrills, the shoulder burner that saw him uh, leave the field, should be right for next week. And then the judiciary, we've mentioned it. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys are going to be without Drinky and Petahiku for a Petter for two, Drinky for three, you'd think. They're not going to fight that, I wouldn't imagine. And then, uh, yeah, it's JMK, Marshall King, out for two to three weeks for the Finns. And Jacob Safidi, not sure what he's likely to get this uh, yeah, when the judiciary meets on, or the match review panel meets tomorrow. But, yeah, not looking good for him either. All right, let's get into the game by games. Looks like he's going to have to get himself down to McDonald Jones Stadium because the Finns are playing the first away game against the uh, against the Knights down there. So, buddy, if you're fit and healthy, get your running gear on, get down to Newey. Love to see it. Uh, let's get into the first game. So, Panthers and Eels. Panthers bounce back. In a, or Panthers and South, I should say. Good start, JT. Panthers bouncing back here with uh, a good win. I thought they were, again, a little bit scrappy, but, uh, you know, the, the class rose to the front as it usually does in Souths, not too far away. But, yeah, a couple of missed opportunities for them. Uh, Stephen Crichton, a big game from him, 85 points. He's 630K, very unpopular, I guess, in, in relative terms, 4% ownership. But uh, has done a couple of good things. So scored a try last week in a, in a pretty well-beaten side. Uh, was very much ball hog mode again. Uh, Brian To'o next on the list, 67. I think I messaged Benny G, one of my mates, at halftime and said, uh, yeah, looking forward to turfing To'o in a couple of weeks or a week. And then he goes and scores a try. Uh, I should just start writing these players off more often. Um, unfortunately, it hasn't worked for a lot of my other uh, Jamal Fogarty's and that kind of thing. But anyway, Brian To'o lives to see another week because a lot, a lot more problems than just him. But nice to see him cross the strike. was not looking ideal. Um, elsewhere, Luke Garner was one of the uh, more traded out, or tr- yeah, I guess traded out players after round one where he got benched relatively early for Jamin Salmon. Didn't play the full 80, but did get 60 points without a try here, which was a, a good bounce back. And again, we'll uh, buy you some time if you've got more fires to put out. But Garner could have gotten, I think, a couple of tries. One was taken back, one he dropped over the line. Uh, Yeah, he was looking dangerous in attack. So 60 could have turned into something much bigger uh, with just a a bit of luck for him. Um, Elsewhere, Taruva scored reasonably well as well. Still no try for him, but 44 points. Uh, One of those guys you might have to play each week based on that. Looked to have a really, really good work rate. Uh, Nathan Cleary, 40 points. Again, yeah, a popular captain choice, but just not quite yet kicking on. Maybe he's picked up that um, ankle concern. Could be... An issue going forward if halfback or if Nico Hines is potentially back this week or next. Could be, um, yeah, could be looking at a quick trade out for Nathan Cleary. 840K, 107 break even this week. So he will drop some cash outside of a really good performance next week. On the flip side for the Bunnies, Isaiah Tass was their top scorer with 66. So again, not a, a huge scoring effort from them. Alex Johnson, it was Alex's boy, or Alex Christie, that is, on the SC Report pod who was talking him up. Huge base game. Last week, this week it was back to the AJ of old, pretty ordinary base game, but saved it with a try. 
late in the game. So AJ 62, you'll take that every day of the week. Latrell 62, again, all the news coming out. Uh, unfortunately, the off-field stuff dominated what was, it? I thought, well, a pretty good game. But uh, yeah, I mean, disgraceful stuff. We won't go into it here. But a couple of try contributions for Latrell, you know, and his usual seven busts, three offloads. Again, doesn't run a lot. We all know that. Ten runs, though, in this game. So it did reach double figures, 15 hit-up points. So, you know, Latrell just ticking along. Nothing, uh, you know, superstarish just yet. But uh, the signs are good. They've had a, you know, tough couple of weeks. Um, elsewhere, Damien Cook, uh, a little bit flat, I'd say, to start the season. So a very high-priced hooker. Um, started last week with a 68-58 here. Uh, elsewhere, you've got the the likes of Davi Mawali, uh, one of the popular cheapy bench forwards for the Bunnies. Did get a start, starting gig, I think, in this one, but 26 points. Uh, was promoted ahead of Saluka Fafita, who we were surprised to see in the number eight jersey on TLT, but he was pushed to the bench, scored 25. So, again, uh, this whole bench rotation is a bit funny with the, the Bunnies at the moment. Not sure how to really read it, but uh, should have some cavalry coming back shortly cody walker 44 a little bit of a bounce back from last week we all thought it was right side stuff with lachlan Ilias, who was i think fifth most traded in player uh walker scored 44 the ball went down their edge a lot more and Ilias scored 19 so there you go uh you do always say don't trust what you see in round one from these kind of guys lachlan Ilias proved that with a uh yep a pretty ordinary score uh otherwise cam murray surprisingly low 40 you can sometimes get that with him uh he did come off uh, a little bit early last week played the full 80 with injuries and all that it's not going to happen every week but not also the the 40 points a little bit surprising all base so hoping for a dry track or something to to spark a bit of cam murray uh action let's get into round the second game Nah, it's too long. That's not a good filler. I need to work on that. Uh, need to get the soundboard working. All right, Jermaine Hopgood, star of the show in the para loss to the Sharks. Again, a surprising result for this. Uh, I think I'm dead last in every tipping comp I'm doing. I'm pretty almost dead last in every super coach comp I'm in. And yeah, I, I would never have picked this in a million years. The Sharks, all their injuries, para at home. I guess Golden Point took a little bit out of them. But yeah, 0-2, surprising. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, we talked about him. We won't go into him any further. Just get him in your side. Dylan Brown, though, big bounce back game for him. 105 points, uh, linking well with Hopgood, actually. So he and Moses, uh, really good games from them, 105 and 83. So plenty of points. So you'd naturally expect the halves to be on uh, dancing on the back of that. How's the Cardi Party, though? 58, said last week. Missed a, a trick here going Dory over him. He outpointed him again here, 58 to 41, played the full game. Dory didn't see 70-odd minutes in the end, uh, Cardi the full game. So, again, the party started and hasn't quite um, been told to pack things away for noise complaints or anything. So, Cardi, there you go. It's a wait and see, though, with with either of these guys. Who gets moved on when the likes of Maddo, uh, who's due back in round four, I think, and Sean Lane come back in, I guess, a lot longer, round eight or nine or ten or something like that but who makes way uh dory again playing pretty handily not translating into super coach points but the cardi party know what he can do and there he is uh who else we got i did talk call out uh junior paulo last week and said 66 minutes including golden point really good um signs for him did regress a little bit to just the 57 this weekend also his score went south as well with just 50 again some of the prop forwards not really kicking on so far this season, I am still interested in this guy. I think 57 minutes or 
anywhere thereabouts on a regular basis, you'll start to see some really good scores from him. Elsewhere, uh, Momosia, again, um, if you, you know, crapped out and went him at the start of the season, he's, uh, yeah, not going ideally for you, just 14 points. More interesting, I guess, was the fact that, again, they had a, a bench forward that they didn't use. So Brad Arthur, not sure what the thinking is there, but they only used 16 men last week, same as this week. Um, yeah, it was uh, Wiramu Greg this week that didn't get a run on. So just keeping a man fresh on the bench, not sure what the thinking is there, but they're on too. Might not uh, be for long. Josh Hodgson's still playing 80 minutes. Bizarre. Uh, what year is it? Sharkies, on the other hand, good win for them. Will Kennedy, uh, perennial underdog in Supercoach for uh, many reasons. He has these big scores in his game, but just never gets a lot of love. As it's such a congested position, this fullback stuff. But Will Kennedy, uh, kicking goals. He's one of those guys, if you can nail him in draft pretty early, uh, you'll be setting up yourself for success down the line. But uh, for Classic, just never quite been there. But 105 points, he looked really good. So uh, we'll get into another fullback who also did over the weekend, but yeah, Will Kennedy, fantastic game from him. Uh, next on the Sharkies list, I got Teague Wilton, 51. So again, he didn't score a try this week, but 51, playing 80 minutes. It's good signs. Wade Graham out for the foreseeable. So yeah, for, for now, happy with my round one by Teague. Uh, Britain Nicola here was outstanding, got 92 with a try. So uh, they seem to go and tip for tat in these tries, so get one of them for any time next week. Um, Braden Trindle, great halfback for to be backing up for the likes of Nico, who, who's out and due back, we think, next week. But again, draft, speaking of that, if you got a <laughs> Braden Trindle on the waiver wire when, uh, yeah, when he's on, he's on. Elsewhere, I mean, not a lot of uh, outstanding stuff. Mulatalo, I guess, wins the the backline award there. So there's you know, the likes of uh, Katoa, who got 21. You got Talakai, got 52. But Mulatalo wins out here. There's three guys that are 600k plus. So every week, it's yeah, throw a dart and uh, yeah, you might be lucky with landing on one of them that works. But yeah, it's uh, you know, side that scores 30 points. Thought that yeah, I mean, I guess they've shared it around. Will Kennedy top scoring 106, but really good effort from the Sharks to be one and uh, one after a pretty yeah disrupted early season. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, I didn't really want to speak on this one too much, but got to give credit where it's due. The Broncos and the Cows, Broncos getting the job done. It was a relatively clinical performance from them after an initial dusty kind of 20, 30 minutes. Uh, a couple of calls went their way in, as they usually do at Suncorp. 
Uh, and then just on the back of Reese Walsh, Reese Lightning, 105 points. This was uh, backing up from his round or his trial effort against the Titans. So picked up um, an injury in that one, missed round one. But yeah, it will would have hurt him for Supercoach because you know not everyone likes to start round one with a with an X against their player's name. But 554k, he'll have plenty of love coming in this round of trades because you know the likes of Teddy. Uh, I mean, Latrell's doing okay, but yeah, mainly it's just Teddy not kicking on. And what we saw on Friday night, if that can get replicated throughout the season, Walsh, uh, just the way you could um, beat a man on the outside, set things up. Uh, Ezra Mam on the back of it, actually, 82 points. Both of them uh, lightning quick, thankfully, with my free ticket. Thanks, shout out, Winner Rome. I uh, did get to see that in action, and yeah, you blink and miss them. So our edge defense, uh, a man down for a part of that, thanks, Drinky. Was uh, yeah, no match for either of them. So Walsh and Mam, uh, interesting combination. Reese Walsh will have a lot of love, I think, this week. But uh, yeah, love to see him back it up. Payne Haas steady again, sixty-five. So we talk about front row being a difficult position so far this season. Uh, not everyone can be Torhu Harris, it seems. But Payne Haas just ticking along there. Nothing too uh, you know explosive. Got a seventy odd last week, sixty-five this week. Paddy Carrot as well, steady, sixty-three. Um, Herbie Farnworth, 64, again, quite heavily involved in what the Broncos were doing. So a relatively high-priced kind of center wing, but 64 with no try. He did get a try assist, but uh, yeah, incredible stuff. So a pot option, I think, as well, less than 5% ownership. But Herbie, uh, despite it being his last season for the Broncos, doing really well. Uh, elsewhere, I mean, not a lot of super coach love in the rest of the list. You got Tony Staggs with a 45. I think it's safe to put a line through him for the time being. Selwyn Cobbo, huge disappointment for a lot of owners. He was a pod, I guess, starting the year at fullback with that Walsh injury. Moved back to the wing and, yeah, couldn't get it going either. It was, uh, yeah, just not going down his side. Didn't need to be. They did what they needed to do uh, through the the Fords and uh, Reese Walsh. So, unfortunately, Cobbo, he'll be a popular trade-out target for those that went him early. On the Cows side of things, Nene finally bounced back. 74, he had a couple of tries, uh, one from a kick. One early that, unfortunately, I didn't even friggin' see because I was outside the ground trying to get in. But, uh, yep, Nene had a uh, yeah bounce-back game from him. We'll stave off the uh, trade-outers for a little while longer. Tamalolo, I mean, it doesn't get much better for the Cows here because he was second high school with 53. And he had a, a really good NRL game. Everyone talking him up as, as you know, being that enforcer again and doing what uh, he could to get us on the front foot. But 53, it just goes, I think, Tamalolo's days as a super coach option might be behind him. Uh, Ruben Cotter, 52. I think a lot of people are also looking at trading him out. Very meat and potatoes, which kind of knew you would get. But, uh, yeah, just nothing in the way of attacking stats so far this season for him. Reese Robson got over the line. I thought he scored. I was up being an idiot. Uh, yep, held up over the line. What could have been 45 points? Again, not the worst in a relatively well-beaten side in the end. But, uh, yeah, Robbo would have preferred you a little bit higher up to uh, justify me going you over the likes of Cook and, and finding the cash for Grant. But, anyway, 45, not the end of the world. Uh, elsewhere, yeah. Not uh, not a lot of great stuff. Drinkwater, as we said, one point. Cohen Hess as well. Uh, we did say in the Mecca Guide to avoid this guy. Another, yeah, pretty dismal score with a 26. All right, let's catch the breath here with a, uh, I guess, a decent performance by the Roosters to get over the line, 20 to 12 over the Warriors on Saturday. Scrappy again. One name at the top of the list, though, Sam Walker, was good in a well-beaten side last week, was better this round, 
did score a try off that I thought Suali'i might have bombed, but didn't. Um, but all good things so far for Sammy Walker. I think Alex might have even said at the in one of our trial pods, why are you going Jamal Fogarty over uh, Sam Walker? And I said, I don't know. I think the Raiders will do better. The Raiders have not done better. Neither really have the Roosters, but Sam Walker, uh, kicking goals, scoring tries. He only set, uh, well, he got one try contribution this week. So doing a lot of good things in terms of tackling. 23 in no misses. Incredible for a guy of his size. Uh, Force drop out, a line break, a line break assist. Uh, and, and some handy runs. So making uh, seven hit-ups throughout the game. So on the back of, he's a pretty nimble kind of guy. You're going to find offloads. You're going to find busts. So Sam Walker, looking like he's matured a hell of a lot in the space of a season or so. So liking what I'm seeing out of him. Wish I had have gone him. Don't have enough trades to bring him in though. So if you landed Sam Walker, very much congratulations to you. I think he's going to be a pretty handy acquisition to your side. Jackson Paolo for the Roosters as well. New buy for him, 91, two tries. Uh, first one was set up by Teddy. Thought it was going to be a handy combination throughout the day. But Paolo, he, uh, yeah, not um, super high owned either, 1%, but uh, 450K. Decent to uh, to still got his spot there as well. I think he's doing a lot of good things. So he might have just firmed up his job security. So Paolo could be an option. Coming down the track, Suali'i, as we said, 81, uh, involved a hell of a lot more than last week and, yeah, looking relatively settled in that centre spot. Joe Manu back for another round, so he missed last week, came back this week. We thought he might stick to his edge a little bit more, but he didn't, came into the field, probably stole a few points off Teddy doing some uh, sort of ball hoggy kind of runs. Uh, Not overly profitable, but did set one try up. Almost scored a, a couple of his own. So 71, really good initial game from him. Just too high priced, I think, though, at, that, at this kind of stage. But I think a name everyone will have in their side at one point or another this year. Natty Butcher, uh, again, another one that was quite close to the line, 61 points. He's been solid without being spectacular, but who really has in Supercoach to start the season? 61, bank that, move on, more fires to put out. Teddy, next on the list, 55. Not a, uh, yeah, what I thought was going to be a big afternoon for him. When he set that initial try up, you just thought, you know, something's going to click here. But just, I don't know, something's not quite there at the moment, whether it's the forwards that he can't play off the back of. They should get the likes of uh, JWH back this week. So hopefully, you know, on the back of a faster play the ball. And yeah, and then, but I guess on the other hand, you've got a dummy half scenario that's not getting any clearer. We get to that shortly. Egan Butcher, 44. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I wouldn't be... Blaming you for getting rid of this guy if you have gone him early. Got the sin bin last week. Fortunately, wasn't binned this time around. But uh, yeah, it's his brother on the other edge that's a lot more involved. So Egan possibly going to lose some cash unless he has a handy game next week. Um, Otherwise, yeah, nothing overly exciting elsewhere for the Roosters. Brandon Smith, we spoke about him. 10 points. Did not look good last week. Did not look good this week. Clearly carrying injuries. I think safe to say he'll be number one trade out next week. For the Warriors, uh, yeah, Tavanga. Torhu Harris keeps on keeping on. 72 points from him. Uh, big minutes again. I'll just pull that up while I chat to you guys. But um, one of those names at the start of the season, we just we knew what he could do. Uh, I didn't expect him to be uh, quite as prolific as he has been, even though you know he's kind of shown it over the last few, few seasons. But I thought some of the extra names in and around the, the Warriors side at the moment and some of the key and the quality players in the back line that they've now got, might have just slowed him down a little, but uh, clearly, you know, he's just kept doing what he's always been capable of doing. So he's a, you know, 
player if you've landed him early. Uh, great stuff. If you haven't, again, possibly more pressing areas than getting in a player of his caliber. It's one of those things, you know, depending on how you start the season, you've got to put all these issues out and then you can you kind of move these guys to the side, the Torhu Harris's. They're almost luxury trades. So for me, I'm in the same spot. He's a luxury trade at this point in my season. Got um, far too many guys to get rid of and not enough cash. But uh, yeah, in this case, the yeah Torhu machine got another 80 minutes through the middle, through the edge. No matter where he plays, he's doing good stuff. Uh, elsewhere, near quarter, he was relatively quiet, I guess, on the night. Not a huge, um, sorry, not near quarter. I shouldn't be talking about Mitch Barnett, 55. He was a little bit quiet. Near quarter, on the other hand, 67 minutes and got 82. So uh, some a little bit disappointed last week to see uh, him not play out the 80. He didn't either here, but 12 points through that try assist. Uh, a lot of good stuff through the middle, 36 tackles, no misses. That was the kind of game that uh, I know Anton expected out of him, and he got it here. So ignore the round one factor, uh, round two, really good stuff. Not sure, again, it's it's one of those issues when there's so many HIAs and, and stuff going on. But, um, you know, you had Josh Curran coming on for Jackson Ford, and then Curran got injured. So the minutes is just a, a nightmare to, to try and predict. But... In this case, you're going to bank the attacking stats. You're going to bank the base that he got through in this game. Give it another couple of weeks just to see in a settled side, although, you know, who's ever getting that these this day and age with HIAs, uh, just what his role looks like. But uh, for round two, really good stuff from him. Uh, otherwise, Braden Williami, we did talk about him being an ordinary supercoach player. Again, 23 points, dreadful. Uh, CNK, Nickel Clockstart, he got 13 here with an HIA, Jackson Ford, four points. It's going to sting you, but I think, you know, you just got to move on. It's going to happen to every single super coach uh, this season. You're going to have a player in your side that gets concussed, loses points. Uh, yeah, going to be one to think about for 2024 for the super coach Boffins. Uh, going on to the next game. The Finns. Finns up. How good was it to see Redcliffe? A pretty dicey kind of weather game but uh yeah just the the locals they're getting well behind their side Ten thousand there there were 34,000 of them last week great to see for the game uh really goes to show expansion all this stuff about not having enough quality players i think the existing sides have a few more things to worry about because the Finns look like they're rallying and look like plenty of quality there so well done to that organization play their first away game this week but against the knights who are battling so it could be three and oh won't get ahead of themselves or myself there but yeah, really good stuff to see for the Finns. Unfortunate for the Raiders. I thought they were okay in this game as they were last week, but just not translating to points. Sticking with Supercoach, Tommy Gilbert, 80 points, backing up from a 50-odd last week. Got a try, a bit of doubt around it, some push and shove. Could have gone either way, but went his way on the night, 80 points. And again, just a lion-hearted effort. It's what he gives, what he gave to us, what he's given to the, the Finns. So for Supercoach, you, you won't get a try every week out of him, but at 55-plus kind of average uh, at the start of the season. Nothing to sneeze at. Hamizo, Hammer, the big Tabuai Fadone, 79 points. Uh, dangerous in attack yet again. Making plenty of runs, doing good stuff, busting tackles. All the stuff we knew he could do, uh, but he just kind of, yeah, he wavered in and out of games. In this case, he looks settled. He looks happy to be there, and it's great to see for him. Great, uh, yeah, Wayne Bennett showing faith in the young kid, starring at fullback so far. Scored the first try last week, scored the first try for them. 
at Redcliffe. So put himself into the history books. Well done, Hammer. Was a name that I thought hold off on just to see, you know, was it a flash in the pan kind of thing last week? But the attitude's there and the points are going to come off the back of it. It's great to see. Scored the winning try. Well done. 79 points for the Hammer. Number four, I think, on the trade-in list. So well done to you guys. Uh, the next, uh, the number one this week, actually, Jermaine Asako, slightly cheaper, 48. I was surprised, actually, to see that score. I thought he was a little lower, but uh, 48 with, I think, four goals, 16 points coming out of those. A lot of hit-ups as well. I think he got 15 hit-ups or more in that game, so doing a lot of good stuff out from the back. Uh, no tries or, or whatever for him this week. So, you know, in a, Jermaine Asako didn't want to... Yeah, didn't trust it, but yeah, number one traded in target last week. It's uh, somewhat paid off for you, I reckon, there. He'll go up in price pretty significantly. So, yeah, if the Finns keep rolling on, he's going to be kicking goals and doing good stuff. I honestly can't believe it, but here we are. Isaac Katoa score or set up a try for the Hammer to close the game out, and that boosted him from what would have been a pretty untidy 20 thereabouts to a 45. So good stuff. If you've got him in your half, five-eighth, he's going to make some cash for you in rounds four, five, six. And, yeah, seems to be keeping Milford off the park, so doing good stuff. Um, elsewhere, yeah, not a huge amount for uh, the Finns. Those guys are the, the ones most people have invested in. But, uh, yeah, Jeremy Marshall King, really good week last week, 33, but uh, just this week. But, yeah, we that unfortunately was head injury assessment-assisted so couldn't quite back it up. But yeah, looking like they've got a really settled squad at the moment. Well done to the Finns. Turning attention to the Raiders, Tarpane top scores with 64. Again, it's just not been conditions right for him. So last week was a horrible, humid night out in Townsville afternoon. Out in Townsville this week at uh, Redcliffe, it was a pretty, yeah, just soggy, wet kind of field. So it doesn't bode well for throwing offloads and doing all that kind of thing that he would normally do. So I'm, again, happy with the 64. I think his days will come. Uh, again, not not a lot doing for the, the old Raiders here. I go all the way down to my boy Jamal Fogarty. Kicking goals, not doing much else. I think it took him almost an hour to take a run, and it made about a meter. So, uh, yep, it's he's one of those guys I thought I penciled him in for a big round at the start of the season for this very game. It was a wet night, and the Finns are way better than we expected. So that hasn't quite paid uh, out. I look forward to hearing about that from my boy Alex on Tuesday. Jack Whiten uh, did go across the line, 50. But again, you probably wouldn't feed too many else. In the side, uh, Haruido Naira was uh, named at lock, played a lot of the edge with uh, Elliot Whitehead going into that more familiar sort of uh, middle-of-the-park lock role. But CHN, 44 points. I thought this might have been his chance to really make a name for himself there. And in terms of supercuts, it's normally where he plays best, but he's on the edge and just not getting enough ball. All right, a couple of surprising results to close the uh, pot out. Three more games to go. The Storm getting done by the Doggies at home. I think, yeah, a lot of us were surprised. I guess we shouldn't be given how many injuries this Melbourne side have gotten. They can't just keep it going forever. But uh, even then, admittedly, they scored pretty well uh, in terms of super coaching for a lot of their popular players. Jerome Hughes, 91. Uh, really good stuff from him. One of those pod halfbacks, I think, in origin time, a lot of people normally look for him, but 4% ownership. Started the year relatively quietly with a 43, but bounced back big time here. As we know it can do, he scores tries, he sets them up. In this case, got one of his own. 
Uh, Eli Katoa, 90, what could have been more? He was about 110, 120 late in the game. He got put over the line and then got called back for uh, what was a pretty yeah, Oscar-worthy winning performance by uh, Reed Marnie for the Dogs. But, you know, don't run there. I think it was Welsh, Chris and Welsh, that run ran at the wrong line, stole a try off Katoa that would have pushed him into the big 100. So... That would have helped me, but anyway, you move on to next week. You're taking 90. I thought he was quiet in the first half. Didn't actually score a try in the end. So I think got four, was it three line breaks, five busts, 23 tackles, three offloads, three line breaks. There you go. Uh, didn't lead to a try for him, but yeah, great stuff there. P- pushing that ball down his edge. I think a lot of those points came in the second half. So hopefully they've found a, a formula that works. Elsewhere, Harry Grant uh, didn't start tremendously well, but in that second half pushed uh, Nelson off or over the line for a try. I thought it could have gone into that TC four-point kind of realm. In that case, would have taken him down to a 65 or thereabouts. But a 76 should take every day of the week for Grant owners. Um, Jacob Preston, just going mixing him up this time. Jacob Preston was an interesting one, got named at lock uh, for the Doggies for this game. So again, a, a cheapy who's been on the bench and I thought, you know, you just kind of want to avoid that kind of quagmire of forwards on your bench. But Preston named in the starting side, got over for a try, looked really good out there. So I think has repaid the faith that Seraldo's shown in him. 39 tackles, huge base rate game, couple it with the occasional attacking stat as he got here. And he's going to make a, a boatload of cash starting from 201k. So it could be another really popular trading target this week. Uh, we've already spoken about Carraz, 145, incredible game from him. Avarillo uh, didn't quite get the raps that Carraz got, but was involved as well, and a lot of the good stuff that was happening out on that edge. Uh, relatively mid-price, 360k, but 90 points, try, try, assist, well done to him. Reed Marnie, uh, winning so far in little battles of the, the hookers here, so beats out Harry Grant on the night, I thought was, uh, yeah, did some really good stuff, 40-20. For him as well, uh, kicking game, absolutely going gangbusters. Unfortunately, what that does is means that Matty Burton isn't needed, as he wasn't last week, as he wasn't here. 29 points, uh, nearly half of them 12 points coming in goals. So I'm a Burton owner, broke the bank to get him in. Tough call now, what do you do? We thought the you know, it'll be a tough game against Melbourne, but they won and he still got 29 points. So yeah, not sure what's going on there. Not running the ball as much, not needed in attack. Not really sure what's going on. Uh, Remus Smith, another disappointing one. Great call, JT, getting this guy in. 30 points. The ball's allergic to his side of the field. Uh, affects Will Warbrick as well, who only got 36. Uh, Billy Kickow, 36 from him. I thought he uh, yeah started relatively slowly last week, picked up the head knock or he didn't play the game out. But again, 36 points, not um, not huge. He's going to drop a ton of cash. Alamotti, decent cheapy score for your centre wing there with 48. Again, dogs doing a lot of good stuff. Um, Christian Welsh, 52. I think he had around 66 minutes. So getting some good time out there with some of the injuries that are going uh, on and at least seeing the game out. So nice to see for Welshy, 52, not huge, but yeah, definitely not the worst score I've seen so far in that front row brigade. And Josh King, huge trade in this week after a 90 odd last week where he put a try assist on. Didn't do that this week, but did play out 60-odd minutes of his own, 55 from him. Uh, again, you, you're probably sitting back smiling because that's trade's kind of worked out if you went that way. Uh, but I think 55 is going to be kind of where he sits throughout the rest of the season. So enjoy the cash rise while it lasts. And then finally, Hayes Perham, 
popular trade out target after round one. Uh, bounce back with a 68 here and no tries, try assists. It's uh, all coming just from runs at the back line eight busts, four or two offloads, two line breaks, uh, 26 points in hit up. So getting heavily involved. Good to see from. The, the rookie, a lot of wraps on him. So, you know, if you're turfing him after one round, you unfortunately played your hand a little bit too early. Oh, I'm so sorry if you Tigers fans. It is a rough old start to 2023. Did not get any better at Leichhardt here on Sunday afternoon. Losing to the Knights, who were basically running on fumes for a majority of this game. Kalen Ponger out concussed in the first five minutes. Jaden Braley, 20 minutes, I think it was, that he made it. Lost them. Uh, Dom Young going to the sin bin. Jacob Saifiti getting sent off with 15 to go. And you still can't score. I mean, yeah, you're going to hear about it from the NRL 360s and you and your mates and all of that kind of stuff. So I don't need to pile on. But, geez, this is a dreadful, this was a terrible afternoon. Uh, one of your tries, starting with Stefano Tokimano, 66 for him. One of the tries was his, and it should not have been a try, based on what everyone's saying. Uh, had the ball on the ground, somehow not called a double movement when he extended the arm to get over the line. Uh, almost made it a golden point game with Luke Brooks could have just kicked the uh, two-point field goal. But, yeah. I'll take those points every day of the week for Stefano as an owner before that. Uh, I mean, that's, what, 30 points there. So this would have been a, another rubbish effort for uh, a starting prop forward who we all thought would kick on a little bit. Needed a bit of luck, dropped the ball close to the line once or twice today, but got the call. So hopefully builds off the back of that. Uh, elsewhere, Appy Coruscant finally got on the park or in the uh, starting number nine jersey, but 53, not... Huge from him. Alex 12, 52, dropping the ball over the line. Heartbreak. Adam Dewey, big one. Captain C, as we said, 6%. Went him, as did I, 43. A lot of those in goals. Not a lot happening. A couple of busts here and there. But, uh, yeah, the ball just seems to die when it goes out to Luke Brooks's edge. So, hopefully, they just stop throwing it out there. Uh, Brent Naden, one of my guys from last week, got a line break that might get taken off him, 32. Uh, again, ball allergic to his side, what's new. Norfoluma, 30. Again, just nothing happening out there. Tommy Talao started a little bit more brightly than he did last week, but unfortunately his night ended early with a HIA. But 26 points, he'll be a, another popular trade-out target through no fault of his own. Uh, you know, it's just what the nature of the game, as we've said, in 2023 with these head bins. Uh, for the Knights, though, Dom Young, big game from him, 91 points. Uh, relatively pod territory, I'd say, in terms of he's a very high-priced 550K player. 3% owned, but that combination with Dane Gagai uh, worked well last year, started off pretty well in their first game together this year because Gagai as well, 73. So one that I traded in in draft, happy with that. Uh, showing his age here and there, but, yeah, good combination, doing smart things. For them, uh, who else we got? Lockie Fitzgibbon, Lakey, your boy, he's back. 64 points with a try. Who'd have thought? There you go. Uh, unfortunately, Caelan Pong is zero. A few questions about whether or not that would count towards your score. It will. Uh, unfortunately, when he gets onto the field and you've played him in your 17, it will count. I don't think it counts if he's an auto-emergency. Uh, so if, you know, if for whatever reason he was sitting outside his 17, you'd have to play him through an injury or whatever, and, yeah, I don't think it would count towards your super coach score. We'll let the uh, experts, and I'm clearly not one of them, uh, confirm that one. But, yeah, that uh, unfortunately counts for you. And if you captained him, even worse. Horrible, horrible afternoon. Uh, yeah, not much else doing in terms of super coach. Tyson Gamble, 59. There you go. What a world.
Another strange result, Titans, Dolphins and Broncos were 1-2-3 at one stage this afternoon in the live ladder. They got rolled, though, by the Dragons, 32-18. to Dragons, not a lot of people saw that one coming, I don't think. Uh, yep, who cares about trial form? Clearly they don't. But there, for, for them, sharing a lot of their love around, Ben Hunt, 85, Ravalawa, 83, 80 for Blake Laurie. Jeez, what are you doing, Titans? Jacob Little, 71, Tyrell Saints, 70, Zach Lomax, 66, uh, yeah, all names that no one would have because they had the buy in round one. But if they can, you know, rack 30 points up and share it all around, you never know. But uh, yeah, name that I was keeping an eye on, Jack Bird, named it Locke, did play there uh, throughout most of the game. 58, he scores really well when he's there for some reason. I think he had some hideously high average when I was having a look at teams earlier this week when he did play Locke. I think his last two games there were going for 100 plus or something. Strange, strange number, but 58 points, you'll take that. Uh, otherwise, Ben Murdoch-Masilla, I thought uh, he was on about 30-odd points in no, basically no time at all. Uh, cheapy, so a guy I think is around the 300K mark, but yeah, 34 he finished with. I'll just pull his minutes up, but uh, name, if you were going to go anyone, I think we spoke about it on Tuesday, you'd probably get the cheapest guy in that forward pack who's somehow starting. At second row, you got Jack DeBellin due back any time soon, though, so no idea what that'll do to their rotation. But BMM, 71 minutes, and he scores 32 points. Terrible. Uh, Jack Bird, 47 minutes at lock. Not huge, but to rack up a 58, just got to show his PPM is pretty elite in that position. For the Titans, uh, saving the day, if you owned him, Tino for Asua Malawi, 108 with a try late in the second half. Huge score for him elsewhere, day for feeder. A little bit less involved than he was last week. Still playing out on that left edge where it looks more profitable for Supercoach, but 61. A couple of uh, good things late to bump that up. Suspect it could go a little bit higher with busts and things that they always miss, but 61 without a try or an assist or anything like that. I don't think he got a line break either, no. So just busts, offloads, usual stuff for Fafida. Uh, he will come good. Camperera, a name I was cheering because I had him. I backed him. What did he get? Six points last week, five. I said, it can't go any worse than that. I'll throw him into the side. Scores a try within you know 10 minutes. I'm cheering. He's on 30 points. Yeehaw. Finishes with 37. So there you go. Uh, take the try out. And it's basically a repeat of last week. But uh, anyway, I'll take the try and move on. Uh, yeah, not a lot else for them. AJ Brimson, 52. Set the try up for Cam Pereira. Thought it was going to be their afternoon. Just didn't quite kick on. Otherwise, yeah, not a lot of love for that Titans side in terms of super coach. But yeah. Just a weird loss for them. Thought they would have flogged them. But there you go. That's the week. That's the week that was. Uh, yeah, as we said, a lot of trade-in, trade-outs not uh, working out so well. I think the the guy's the hammer. If you landed on him this week, I did say to hold off. Uh, yep, don't listen to me. Clearly don't know what I'm talking about because he's a new man. New man, uh, Jermaine Asako, same deal. Uh, 380K and scoring decent points. Yep. Uh, that's about it. I think we'll be back for round three. I'll think I'll be chatting to Alex Christie or Stilesy, someone like he hopefully down the line. Uh, yeah, you'll hear from the same faces. Get a bit of bounce going because there's not much going in the Supercoach world, but uh, the bounce back factor, I think it takes two weeks in Supercoach. It's not quite like an NRL thing. I think it's two weeks and you spring load and you get ready to go. So round three, this is my round it's been JT here. It's been fun. Uh, go the Cowboys. Glad you got your grand final out of the way. Broncos fans, keep chirping and see you in October. Catch ya.